0: Utopia Cola Horror Anthology, a tribute to the monsters lurking in the shadowy places of late capitalism, and to all the cherished Saturday night frights of growing up in suburban America. Don't be surprised when someday, sooner than you think, a bottle of Utopia finds its way into your hands, and you will drink. You could still turn back, but we both know you're already hooked. And now, ModCon Studios proudly presents Episode 1 of Utopia Cola. Enter the Salesman.
1: Today's date is... April, April, it's April, it's happening in April again. Today's date is April 8th, 1994. Early this morning, Seattle PD found Kurt Cobain dead in the room above his garage. I believe epochs have signs, signals out in the world of all kinds. Profound things are trying to communicate with us every day. And these signs have immense power. They go off like psychic bombs. They call out like lighthouses. And sometimes they even knock on your door. Today, today is a sign. I know it, I can feel it. And if that's all true, I don't have long. I know how this is gonna sound to whoever finds it, but you have to stay vigilant, always. You can't forget. That's what he's doing. He's waiting until everyone forgets or he makes people forget. They want to forget. And who could blame them for that? Something evil is coming back into our world. Something that's come for all of us before and we just can't remember it. I don't know where he comes from, I don't know what he really is, but I do know the first day that anyone saw him was April 18th, 1958. The Dodgers had just landed in LA and it was opening day. No matter where you were or what you were doing that afternoon, somewhere in the ether was the voice of Vince Scully coming over the KMPC broadcast.
2: The pitcher takes a long look at the runner on first base. The runner stares back and takes the lead off the bag. The pitcher's gaze returns to the catcher. And here comes the pitch.
1: He would have crossed the Colorado Street Bridge into Pasadena about 3.45 in the afternoon. I can see it in my mind. He's in that sharp gray suit and hat. That brand new black Lincoln Continental gliding like a shark. It would have been so picturesque. The tall palms looming on either side of the street. All those beautiful hedges in between the driveways. Those classic homes. He found his hunting ground.
2: Batter squares his stance as the fastball comes into home batter comes around hard on the pitch and sends it hot down the third baseline. The third baseman dives to his left trapping the ball. He throws hard to the first baseman who stretches to make the catch. He's out.
1: He had probably driven all over LA that afternoon, days before, maybe even longer. But he hadn't stopped until he saw those big yellow roses. That big beautiful the Marcel residence on the corner with the park across the street made it so isolated in the right circumstance. It was everything he had been looking for. But even after all that, I still think it was the tiny plaque on the front gate. A little plate just above the handle in the latch. It couldn't have been more than two inches wide simply said, push, and he turned off the car, he turns up the volume of the radio and puts his feet up, and he listens to the rest of the game. Also listening to the game, up in the beautiful nursery on the second story of that house, Her newborn baby Alice is Alyssa herself. She could see the storm rolling in on the horizon. It was a sign it was trying to communicate with her, but she just didn't understand it. She told me her memory about it.
3: sitting in my grandmother's rocking chair. Huge, grumpy rocker, keeping the box score. It's even the chair I learned how in. My grandma loved baseball. I would sit in her lap and we'd draw the diamond and the box. I keep an immaculate box score, I'm proud to say. But there's nothing like actually being at the ballpark, is there? The sunshine, the vendors, Seeing the action and that little delay of the sounds coming up off the field, the crush of the infield brick and the smell of the grass, the roar of the crowd, the national anthem. It is a game and an environment that both stirs and soothes America's tired spirit. This country's earned it. Those stands are filled with the generations that won a war to defeat evil itself. And we did. It's over. The good guys won. And now our boys are back home and the world can go back to being about ball games and Sunday dinners just listening to the radio. One of those brave men was my husband Clark. He went to the opening day game with my two boys, Ryan and sweet little Charlie. Clark knew I was ecstatic to hear about the Dodgers coming to LA. He ordered four season tickets the first day they were available over a year ago, but two months later I was pregnant with baby Alice, our new joy. And I remember watching this huge black storm high on the horizon coming towards the house. And Alice is just finishing nursing and starting to fall asleep. And I remember I'm I'm putting her into bed and Ben Scully sneaks this air conditioning ad into the broadcast.
2: That ends the eighth. Coming up, final inning. Well, it's a rather unseasonably warm spring day here in Los Angeles. And they're saying it's going to be a real scorcher of a summer. That's why you're going to want to call Felix Brothers air Condition. Only Felix Brothers brings sweeping air conditioning advances including an elegantly styled unit that won't take up any space in your room and offers the only true automatic temperature control in the industry. Try their brand new space-age Evertemp, which heats the same size room it cools. More of your neighbors in Los Angeles own a Felix Brothers air conditioning system than any other brand. Enjoy cool, dry, restful comfort this year. And And as I listen, and watch
3: the storm coming for us, I'm filled with this new fantasy and want for air conditioning. I close the nursery window because I know it's going to start raining. And... I remember going into the boys' room down the hall to tidy up, and walking down the stairs with a pile of laundry. My whole family's clothes all mixed up together. And i turned at the bottom of the stairs and just as i'm having this very mammalian thought to take all these dirty clothes of every person i love and hold them to my face and smell them and i do the print on the wall near the front door catches my eye mark chagall's color and music i bought it years ago in west germany i go into the kitchen the game ends And I hear that music for the first time. That jingle. And I don't even remember hearing it, really. Just for a moment. The whole kitchen and my day and my world and my identity, they all atomize. And it feels like I'm floating in a dark pool. And somewhere in the liquid deep below me, a voice keeps asking me, what do you really... And the jingle ends and the whole experience vanishes. And I'm back in the kitchen, alone. And the game is over.
2: Carl Erskine gets the win in the first game ever for the new Los Angeles Dodgers over the also newly transplanted San Francisco Giants. The Giants and Dodgers in California. Times change, eh, folks? Now, a word from our sponsors.
3: And then there was a knock at the door. I don't remember much after that except weird stuff. I just remember starting to open the front door.
4: Evening, man. I was just admiring your roses, and I got my jacket caught. I didn't bruise a single petal, but I did injure my hand getting myself free. Do you happen to have a first aid kit in the house? (laughs) Perhaps some iodine? If it's a matter of me being a stranger, Perhaps your husband could assist me. An introduction.
1: He gave her a business card. I... Physically shudder every time I think about it sliding its way through the frame of the screen door and penetrating the house.
3: Chief of Sales, Utopia Cola Company. I've heard of this. You just had an ad on the radio.
4: That's a good sign, if you remember it already. There's a lot riding on this campaign. But if I wait here on the porch, would you be willing to bring a a first aid kit out? The radio said it's about to rain.
1: And the combination of the ad on the radio and the one she didn't even remember already seeing in the newspaper that morning, and the card, and I think a very private dissatisfaction with her world, led her to say.
3: If you wait, I'll bring out a first aid kit.
0: Hmm.
4: Another chance to admire the roses.
0: You're listening to the Utopia Cola horror anthology. If you're thirsty for more Utopia Cola, go to utopiacola.com. And now, settle in for the conclusion of Episode 1 Enter the Salesman.
1: It was a freak storm that April afternoon. And. It gave the salesman the cover he needed to wait on that wide, concrete porch. And it was just before dusk. Alyssa Marcel, for reasons I will never truly understand, unlatched the screen door and walked out onto the porch to look at the rain. They must have talked about something.
3: Here you go. You can bandage your hand and be on your way.
4: Thank you very much.
3: What were you doing in Pasadena?
4: Well... I was at the ballpark earlier and it was so hot and crowded i felt like an unopened bottle and so i said to myself go look at the roses in pasadena find a quiet street to listen to the game take a moment to enjoy life
3: so you sell pop
4: No, ma'am. I just make introductions. That glorious elixir sells itself. You've never known refreshment until you try Utopia. (laughs)
3: That's catchy.
4: I wrote that one myself, from the formula to the finances. I do it all. Utopia has been a dream of mine for a long time. And then last year, I said to myself, It's time. The world is ready now.
3: Boy, sure is coming down. I admire that. You must have spent a fortune. The radio ad. There was one in print in the Times, too, wasn't there?
4: And don't forget about our lovely billboards. Oh, it's been a massive investment, that's for sure. Truth be told, Mrs. Marcel, and I don't know why I'm telling you this, I've really put all my eggs in one basket here. The ad blitz we've been speaking about is everything I can afford to launch this wonderful product.
3: You're certainly a gambling man.
4: Oh, I don't know. Not every gambler's a gambler. Know what I mean? But do you know out of all of it what's the most effective form of advertising? No. You are. Mrs. Marcel. A personal recommendation from a friend or family member can sell anything. In fact, when you think about it, you're a better salesman than I'll ever be.
3: I wish you every success, but I don't buy pop.
4: That's a shame, because you obviously have such wonderful taste. Why, I bet it's you, Mrs. Marcel. You who set the trends for everyone in a four-block radius.
3: I've always had an eye
4: for detail. I could tell that from down the street. It's the prettiest house I've driven by all day. Why, just look at your beautiful flowers. You must work hard on all this. It's a real production, isn't it? The clothes, the food, the insurance, and the maintenance. Keeping up the feminine ideal.
3: It's endless.
4: I know. Don't you deserve a simple moment of the day that's just for you?
3: Wouldn't that be nice?
4: Remember, you don't know refreshment until you've tasted Utopia Cola.
3: And he pops the clasp on that beautiful crocodile skin bag. And the whole thing collapsed out into a small demonstration table. It was gorgeous. This custom bar carrier. And then he made me a drink. It was... Everything about it was intoxicating. He tossed cracked ice from a silver decanter into this exquisite hand-blown glass. The sound it made was laughter and then he put this silver bottle opener to an ice-cold bottle of oh. utopia cola and opened it and i watched as these amazing gold bubbles began to appear and the crystal clear liquid in the bottle started to change into a rich umber almost black, with these beautiful gold bubbles, and that incredible sound.
4: Refreshment is satisfaction, Mrs. Marcel. When was the last time the world revolved around your satisfaction? I wanted to drink. No refreshment, Mrs. Marcel. No pleasure again. Drink
3: Utopia. And I brought the bottle up to my lips. And then... When I heard Baby Alice, it's like I came out of a trance. I said the first thing that popped into my head. My husband and sons were at the Dodgers game. They'll be home any minute. You'll need to be leaving. I made my way back inside the screen door, but he called after me.
4: You'll want to serve your family a level of hospitality only Utopia can provide.
3: I told you. We won't drink the stuff. And... My husband hates salesmen.
4: Oh... (laughs) I bet not when they're delivering delicious Utopia Cola. Try it. Once. Just for me. I know you'll be pleasantly surprised.
3: I have to finish dinner. You'll need to be leaving.
4: You... said that already. Thank you for letting me tend to my hand. You have such a lovely home. Take this front door, for example. Why, these are four-inch, heavy-duty, plated steel hinges with ball tips and a solid brass mortise latch. That's a good, strong front door. Yes, it is. It
3: felt so good to slam that door in his face. I turned to head back into the kitchen, and I hear these sounds outside. I look out the window, but it's too dark, and there's a, a thick mist over everything in the neighborhood. The front yard is lost to my eyes. It felt like being the only house for a thousand miles. And then I hear. Everything goes quiet, and I can feel this uneasy stillness hanging over the moment. Oh God, he's on the front porch. rips the door from the frame. I scramble out of the way as this huge door, my own front door, comes crashing down on me. I I scramble out from under it, and he's gone. No monster. No salesman. Just the night. Oh God, baby Alice. I I ran up the stairs and I slipped on the stairs. I I I scrambled to the nursery. The window's been opened. I raced to her crib. Baby Alice, my baby is missing. I run to the window, Baby Alice, just more horrible night. I hear something crawling across the ceiling in the hallway, and I turn, and silhouetted in the doorframe, this long, unnatural, spidery hand drops from just outside the nursery and grips the casing. He moved like a daddy legs, unfurling himself from the ceiling and down to the floor. And he's got my baby in his horrible hands. She looks like she's in a cage. And she starts coughing. And this horrible, hollow monster advances on me.
1: Charlie Marcel. I am the youngest son of Alyssa and Clark Marcel. It was 34 years ago now. We came home from the game, and I remember passing his car. I remember it. Because I had never seen anything like the form of a 58 Continental moving through the darkness. I had never seen anything we turned into the driveway and saw the door rip down, and my father told us to stay in the car, but of course we didn't listen. I was five. My dad and brother raced upstairs to find her. Mom! I didn't know. I didn't know I had already spoken to my mother for the last time that morning. When she had made us breakfast and kissed the top of everyone's head and told them to have fun and catch a fly ball for her. I was still standing in the ripped out front doorway and I heard this magical clinking of glass bottles. And I pushed open the door to the kitchen and everything looked so perfect. My little sister's there in her swing and the Sunday dinner on the table looks endless and perfect. And it all smells so amazing. And my mother turned around with that bottle in her hand and said,
3: Thirsty baby?
1: And it all looked like happiness forever, but it is a trap. There is nothing more dangerous than the salesman. When a bottle of Utopia lands in your hands, and it's gonna, and you hear that jingle, and all you want satisfaction. Whatever you do, don't drink.
0: Utopia Cola Horror Anthology was created by artist Doug Wye and is a production of ModCon Studios. This episode was recorded at Valley Heart Studios in Los Angeles, California. Producers are David Lawrence, Jocelyn Johnson, and Sarah Suarez. The cast is Victoria Hoffman, Max Fonio, Sarah Suarez, and David Lawrence.
2: With special guest Tom Becker as the voice of Vin Scully.
0: Sound engineer is Brandon Davis. Still thirsty? Go to utopiacola.com for more.